Warning, what follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. Hey, welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. Yes. Well, last week you talked about uh, some old Father Christmas Santa Claus type figures. I certainly did. The Winter Man archetype. Yeah. And his granddaughter. And now, at this point, Christmas was a couple days ago. It certainly was. So, everybody should have enjoyed their their holiday. God, I celebrated hope so. accordingly. God, I hope so. I hope you had an amazing holiday. Yeah. Whichever way you celebrate. Correct. Whoever your winter man is. Yeah. So at this point, you've probably seen some traditional stuff. Some traditional Christmas things that we have in our modern Christmas. Maybe you've had some thoughts as to where did these come from? Why do we do this? Yes. Whose halls are we decking? Oh, hello. Yeah. Where did it all come from? Where did it all start? Because I've had these thoughts. God, I certainly have. Yeah. I mean, last week I was talking about Santa Zero. Well. Where do they come from? Let's talk about some. Okay. Well, actually, why don't you hit me with some? What are, you, what are some uh, that you immediately think of that you got some questions on? Ones that I have questions on. Or just something... Some tradition that popped into mind, other than, like, the winter man, because we've talked about him enough. We certainly have. Sure thing. Recently and in the past. See, well, I can tell you just, I can tell you one that did blow my mind. Can I tell you one that, like, totally confused me as a kid before I got more into it? Well, sure. Like, the the Christmas, the tree itself. Oh, yeah. Uh, We're going to, we'll talk about that some. Good, good. Mm -hmm. And then, um... I mean, the gift-giving, but, I mean, we hadn't known about that one. Well, we'll get into that more, too. Hell yeah, we will. Um, yeah, I mean, clearly I'm just on the spot. I'm trying to think of more ones. Like, what? Yeah, it sucks being put on the spot. Don't you like that? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. figure it out. Come on. Give okay. me something. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. We got the trees. Got the gift-giving. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, deck in the halls. We mentioned that already. Halls, huh. What are we doing there? Um, oh, shit. I'll throw a couple more in. Get my brain going. Yeah, get it going. The wreath. Where did that come from? Yes, the wreath. Christmas traditions. Yeah. Uh, What else are we going to get into? Ornaments hanging from trees. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Okay, that's. I didn't know if that was okay. I thought of that one. Um, I mean, candles, Christmas lights, basically. Lights. Okay, modern. Yeah. Okay, modern. Get into that a little bit. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. We're going to try to kind of run. Sure. We're going to do. A Christmas breakdown. Okay, good. Is Let's break Christmas down. Yeah. Where does it all come from? Jesus. 
No, no. It Jesus. Doesn't. No, it doesn't. Not even a little bit. <laughs> oh, that was something I was, I didn't get to work into my last episode about like the, the gift giving. Because eventually like the gift giving is like the three wise men. Like, yeah. oh, they, they brought Jesus mm-hmm. gifts, and that's why. It's like, ah, guys, this goes deeper than that. It goes way deeper than that. It goes way that. deeper. It goes yep. way back. We're going way back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So now. B.C. Y- yeah. You may have been involved in all of these things. You may have had questions. And we are definitely not experts, but I read a bunch of stuff. Hey. And it's on the Internet. So it's probably true. I mean, why would it not be? I don't know. When has the Internet ever let you down? Right, never. Yeah, not right. once. That's what I was thinking. I can't name one instance. Yeah, you can name maybe two, three, not one, four, five. But anyways, yes, we're gonna get into some Chris- Christmas traditions. Please. So let's get into some pagan Christmas traditions that Perfect. are attributed to Christianity. All right, let's do it. Where do we want to start, though? That's the real question. I don't know, man. Like, you talking about coal yet? No, no coal. Not on there. Talking about, I mean, I mean, ornaments. I mean, you, yeah, you lead me on this path. Uh, sure. Let's get into ornaments a little bit. Okay. Because during the, I'm gonna say it wrong unless I look at it. The Saturnalia. Yes. Which was the Roman. Uh, f- winter festivities. Heck yeah, it was around the the god Saturn. Yeah, uh, they would celebrate. It was Saturnalia is a thing. I know. It's it really is. Seems like a good time. Yes. And he, so they would hang things from trees. In and about town near your home, there were often sigils of Saturn or like a family god. Okay, whoever you worshipped. I was going like, to say for family your family. God? What's my family god? No, not like that. Oh, but they would hang trinkets and stuff from the trees. It also kind of goes to Yule though as well, because. During Yule, they would hang things from trees, uh, you know, fruits, yes, um, all sorts of stuff. Really, it was it was kind of seen as um, well. We got we're gonna have to get into the Yule tree probably next. Then, sure, or some more stuff to do with that because um, they would hang things in the trees to bring about what they wanted to manifest in the following year, basically. Okay. So you wanted a bountiful fruit harvest, you would hang fruits yeah, and things like that. Because I was going to ask, like, it wasn't a bunch of the stuff, like edible stuff, too? Yeah, they would do a lot of that. Yeah. And because, see, this is where we're going to get mixed up a lot here. That's all right. Because a lot of this comes to fertility and wanting growth out of uh, the winter, you know, which yeah, is... because the winter is a, death. Yeah. So a lot of these things come to fertility and growing and celebrations of life is what it really comes down to in a lot of these cases. So we're going to be kind of bouncing around here because they all kind of tie in and it's a big interwoven 
mess of a season, almost. But it all comes down to like this past week from that solstice. Yes. Or I think Saturnalia <clears throat> actually starts, I believe, the 17th of December. It does. And lasts a whole week. Yes. Which would put it right around the 24th, mm-hmm. which we know is Christmas Eve. Right. So you see what I'm getting. And then some of yeah. this goes into the new year, which you mentioned a little bit about in last week's episode. Yes. Not a whole lot, but... Do you talk, like, a lot of... Um Older Christian celebrations for Christmas, I think, were on January 6th, uh, I think. It was like a different, like, early on, it was a different time. Well, it was because Augustus Caesar uh, added a new month, so January was, uh, we just, you had to, you have to shift the whole month, basically. Right. <laughs> so, if you, depending on what time period you're reading about, it could say January, which we now know is December, which is confusing. Yes. But that's fine. Again, it's a mixture. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the more I learn I about... Think, I think Augustus Caesar might have added August because, you know... He's like, hey, this one. I yeah. got a name for this one. Yeah. <laughs> you guys aren't going to believe what I chose to call it. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, they just rolled their eyes. Yes, sir. I could be wrong on that, but it would check out, you know... But I mean, the I more I learn about think he Christmas, he was the first emperor of Rome. So why the fuck yeah. not? What, yeah. Why wouldn't he do it, right? Whatever he wants, man. But the more I learn about Christmas, the more I get pumped about it in general. And like how these things blend together, you could have a straight month of just partying, mm-hmm. which like that'd be cool. Okay. To actually indulge in, as opposed to just like give it lip service for a few days. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> if I think if we didn't have to work as much, that's what we would do. Like. I don't, yeah, know how, I don't know how you and your family celebrate uh, Christmas, but me and my family kind of, we only get together, you know, as, not for a full week or anything. Sure. But we essentially hang out and drink and party. Right. And indulge in cookies mm-hmm. and yes, cheeses. All the best things. Because, like, if you, I think if you start, like, you know, St. Nick's Day and then crap is knocked, and that's December 5th, mm-hmm. and St. Nick's Day is the 6th, and if you start then... It's 20 full days of partying. It's a full and, month of partying. And the 12 days of Christmas starts on Christmas. Mm-hmm. So then it's just... <laughs> hey. And I don't know how Hanukkah works in there, but... I'm for all of them. Yeah. I do know that it has some stuff kind of going back in time, too, because it all... Like I said, it all combines here into yes. a giant festival. Yes. A month-long blast. Hell yeah. So, all right. We've we talked about ornaments a little bit. Yes. Let's, let's talk about the tree now. Do it. Yule tree. Yeah, because, you know, the ornaments go on the tree. They do. So, the, the tree... Uh, was is typically you know an evergreen, yes, a conifer, yes, and during the dim, dark times of winter when everything else dies, what stays green? The evergreen. Yeah. So. Yes. Those were seen as a 
symbol of life or like invigoration, basically, because they refused to bow to winter. Yeah, you can't break them. Slight throwback to last week's episode. Um, the couple that made Snigorachka mm-hmm. were like woodcutters, so they valued the evergreen, and that's why her eyes were green. I forgot to mention that part. But oh. it ties in with, again, the evergreen being just sign of indestructibility. All linked in there. Yeah. Uh, so they, yeah, they were kind of adored for the the fact that they were unbending and lived on. Uh, so that's why they would be decorated outside. Yes. Or sometimes you would bring them into your home. Um, you would bring them into your home to have that symbol of life in your home, but it was also to give uh, the fairy folk a place to go. The fairy folk in your home or inviting them inside? In, inviting, Giving them a place to live in your home. That's awesome. Inviting them inside, I guess. All right, cool. Yeah, so it was the druids that decorated the evergreen trees at Yule with what they hoped the next spring would the next year would bring uh charms for happiness, nuts for fertility, coins for wealth, all these kind of baubles would decorate the tree. It was in the Scandinavian uh regions where they would bring the trees into their home to give the elementals or fairy folk a place to bring them to the solstice rituals. Hell yeah. So gave them a place to exist for that. <clears throat> yeah, so that's kind of where the Christmas tree comes from, um, which is more, you know, they... Which is why, if you try to think of how how does this make sense with Christmas? Yes, I could never figure it out. I did, I just you know just musing about it myself. I, I don't know. What well, just linked to like the actual Christian holiday, like Christmas right. itself? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I was always like, and you read all these stories. I'm like, wasn't Jesus born in Bethlehem? Wasn't this the desert? Shouldn't this be a palm tree? Yeah, what are we doing here? Yeah, like what? I don't understand. I don't. I just don't get it. I mean, yeah. eventually, of course, you get it. But, like, as a kid, I was like, I think probably, like, finally when I got to, like, you know, maybe 10, I was like, 11, teenager. Like, what are we doing here? I mean, I'm pretty sure I just gave up on trying to figure out at one point. And was just like, whatever. Well, I mean, the one that really gets me, it's not. it was always, like, eggs on Easter. I'm like, I, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, once you realize that's a fertility thing, uh-huh. you're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, so going from the the Christmas tree yes. to where does the wreath come from, right? Yes. So the wreath came mostly from the tree, because when you would bring the tree into your home, you, yeah. would, you would clean it up, yeah. get it to look however you wanted. Right. And then you had all these boughs and branches, right. and that you're like, out. oh, well, what should I do with this? And then it's like, <coughs> okay, well... We'll we'll make something out of it because you're gonna make a st- things when 
you're in the winter in hunt thousand years ago, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you're not gonna waste things really. So, right, right, and you need you're looking for things to do. Yeah, so they made a wreath out of it, and it was a circle as a symbol of protection, and that's why they are hung on the doors. Makes sense. And now they are more seen as a decoration rather than protection, but, hey, maybe it's doing both. That was my exact thought. Like, yeah, you might be putting it this for this reason. It doesn't mean it can't do what it always did. Oh, well, I was I closed my tab on accident and it sent me to another one. Uh so from the Encyclopedia Britannica, uh the evergreen trees, right? That yes. I was talking about before. Yes. Uh trees, wreaths and garlands mm-hmm. were used to symbolize eternal life and it was a cu- custom of the ancient Egyptians, Chinese and the Hebrews, too. Among also among the pagan Europeans, obviously, right? But like, well, we see all these things across different, you know, areas of the world, and we all come to the same conclusions. Mm-hmm. So this thing means long life. Mm-hmm. And so the it also says right here too that uh, the modern Christmas tree, though you know. What we, what I just explained, yes. But it, there was a play of about Adam and Eve, where they referred to it as a paradise tree. What? Yeah. Uh, and so they would, and why it was adorned with fruit was to um, emulate the apple. Yeah. So you that, see that where you see where they try to. Yeah, of course. Where it's like, oh, well, why are they hanging the fruit? Oh, it's to symbolize the apple. It's like, what? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's like, hey, back off for a second. Yeah, but back to Reese. I see yeah. if I can find my link I closed on actually sure. here. Oh, so the, uh, okay, so the wreaths also went back to the Romans, too. It wasn't just the... Uh, Scandinavian, German, sure, Germanic okay. peoples. Yes. Uh, they used to hang, decking the halls for Saturnalia would be, they would hang signs of life around. Okay. Like evergreens. Yeah. All that stuff. Uh, they would ha- hang it through town on their ho- on their homes. Um, all that stuff. Because, like I said. Yeah, they decorate their homes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the church eventually tried to adopt the wreath as part, like during the Lutheran. The Lutherans, I think, adopted it and tried to make it into an advent calendar. Okay. And that's where we kind of see the wreath come into play now. And you'll still see them on people's doors. They might not know why, but then like if you go to churches and stuff, uh, they have like an advent wreath. Okay. I, remember, I remember making one when I was in like you do uh, CCD okay courses when I was in like grade school. Yeah, I think I saw. I remember seeing some hang at my church. Hmm. They don't. Well, it's like a piece of wood back in the day, which again is probably part of the Yule log 
type thing. Sure, yeah, nothing going to waste. So why don't we talk about the Yule Log now? Let's do it. Since I just mentioned it. Hell yeah, you did. So the Yule Log, in some cases, I read that it was a an actual like tree. They would like bring it into the home. Yeah. Where your home is lit is heated by an open flame. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, as we'll say. Back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> uh so they would bring like an entire tree in and they would burn the tree through Yule or like the the stump of the tree, which I don't know, like that seems crazy. But Right. It would well, it's cold, you know, right? You right. just want to be constantly hot. So part of that would be that's like one just take on it I read. Sure. But then there is also the Yule log where they they take a um a log and it would be a pretty good sized log and they would wrap it in holly or ivy and then it would th- feed the fire through the 12 days of Christmas. Incredible. Uh Sometimes it was the entire tree. Sometimes it was a Yule Logs would be brought in. Sometimes it would be a bunch of men would have to carry it in. Now, you know, it's kind of like, I think you can watch it on Netflix. And it's just like a, a yeah. log burning for hours. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, or the uh, YouTube, you can pull up Nick Offerman. Oh, yeah. He's drinking whiskey in front of a fireplace mm-hmm. with a log. It just doesn't stop burning. I mean, that's pretty good, too. It's not bad. So you, you can do all that. But yeah, back in the day, they used to bring in a giant log. And it was kind of a, it was a thing. Like people get pumped about it. Like, here comes the Yule log. Let's go. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially, it's going to keep you warm for a long time. It's this giant, you probably don't burn things this massive often. So it's like, yeah, let's do it. So that's where the Yule log comes from. Uh, so let's. Holly and Ivy, and even uh, no Holly, right? Yes, that's the in pagan times. Holly, there's a lot of plants at this time, or and you're going to recognize some of them when I get to them. Sure. So we've already talked about the trees. Yes. Uh, but so now I'm going to talk about holly a little bit. Yes. Um, holly has been uh, again appropriated by uh, the modern Christmas and Christ- Christianity, but originally it was associated with the god of winter uh, because you have the holly and the, the berries, and yeah. they're one of the plants that can actually grows throughout the winter. Yeah. Just like the evergreen. Yes. So. The Holly King annually battled the Oak King. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. The Holly King. Just to reiterate, the Holly King and the the Oak King. Yeah. Would go to war with each other. Yeah. Okay. And the Holly King was oh my God. was known as a wood that could fend off evil. Uh. And evil spirits, and so it would 
it came in handy during the long winter months. Yeah, I would say so. Ivy, on the other hand, is another plant that can kind of get through the winter, and it kind of represented like death. I'm not entirely sure why. See if I can find it. I don't think it said why. Yeah, why is ivy represent death? Okay, well, the one of the pages I came said it symbolized or represented that. This this one that I'm on now uh, said that it symbolized faithfulness and healing. Okay, that makes more sense to me than the first one I sure. read, uh, especially given the time that we're talking about. Right. I mean, when you first said it represents death, I was just thinking like as a, a balance to all the stuff that represents life because but, it's the fertility But it stuff. doesn't make sense because ivy could also endure through the winter. Right. And that's why when I was like, I don't understand how that could, that fits with like the theme of what we're talking about right. here. But so this is a different page than what I remember originally reading. And that makes a little bit more sense to me. So I don't know which one's right. Obviously, I'm not an expert, but... Uh, so let's get back to the oak, though. Okay. They were long-lived, right? They're still very long-lived, some of mm-hmm. the oldest trees around. Yes. And they kind of represented uh, strength and endurance. Checks out. The In some traditions, I think it's implied that this was kind of the Yule log. Okay. Because... Uh, they would keep it burning for 12 hours on the on the solstice. Awesome. And if that worked, it meant the household would be protected and have an abundant far- harvest. Incredible. Good. And then, so this is why I think it was kind of the Yule Log, but maybe not quite the same, because both would do this. Uh, once that log was burnt, the Yule Log or this oak and the Celtic stuff, uh, they would take the ashes of that and scatter them in the their fields like okay. to, uh, to help the harvest. Um, and then the Yule log would also be, they would save part of it from the year before okay, to burn with the following year. So what I'm reading right here is it said that with this oak one, they would do that to start next year's fire because the old log... Uh, would then be consumed by flames, which, if last year sucked, that means that this was still part of last year, and we got rid of it. So cleansed ourselves of all the bad things Done. from the previous year. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So mistletoe. I hadn't even thought about mistletoe. Yeah. Holy shit, that's what I should have mentioned when you asked me those questions I blanked on. Yeah. That would have been a good one. It's a good one, right? Yeah. What's The tradition is typically you kiss underneath the mistletoe, right? Yes, you do. Well. Smooches. That kind of stems from maybe a little bit of Saturnalia stuff. Okay. They used to celebrate it, what, fertility underneath mistletoe. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, which direction is this going? <laughs> what? What? What levels of celebration are we reaching here? Oh, I may know. They would do uh, fertility rituals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Praise the gods, huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Mistletoe. 
we it's a little bit more tame now, I guess. So would they? Yeah, would they just have these things hanging out like doorways, and all of a sudden you start celebrating? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know exactly. <laughs> hey, oh well. Uh, other times, uh, mistletoe again, a plant that can survive the winter yes. and flourishes with its white berries, uh, was used in some say sacrifices as well. Interesting. Um, but it represented kind of peace and happiness. Okay. So, yeah, so that was the Saturnalia. They they did the rituals. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know on that. I mean, you can you can figure that out. You can use your imagination, which I totally am not doing. Yeah, but then in uh the Norse legends, a Frigga, who also represents fertility. Yeah, she does. Um, there's a whole legend about Loki being a troublemaker and trying to get a blind guy to shoot a mistletoe out of a tree, and he kills his brother, I think. <laughs> Typical Loki. Yeah, Whoops. He kills, yeah, he kills Balder. Whoops. Um, and then Frigga, a fertility goddess, uh, her tears fell onto the mistletoe and turned it into white berries. And she then said that she decreed that it should never cause harm again, but promotes love and peace instead. So... Thanks, Loki. Gotcha. Yeah, he, but now she, we got this symbol of peace. And yeah, she rebranded it. Mm-hmm. She said, nah, let's fix this. So that's why you get it in both different folklores now. Huh. Hmm. That's interesting. What? I just <laughs> saw this and I didn't. The Swiss traditionally shot mistletoe out of the trees with an arrow. And for good luck, they had to try to catch it in the left hand before it hit the ground. Oh, my God. All right. So, I don't know. I just, a little exciting. Yeah. Seems like a cool thing. Yeah. So, yeah. That's why you kiss underneath the mistletoe now. Part of it and part of why it's a decoration. You got two different reasons, but... Yeah. Again, all intertwined, mixed together. Mm-hmm. So, what, what else do we got here? I think that's about it for plants. Okay. What else we got? Well, let's talk about Christmas lights. There you go. Modern times. Yeah. Well, they come from not modern times. They originate there, at least. I mean, we're even talking about the wreaths and stuff. People hanging stuff on their houses. They're already getting that going. Mm -hmm. The prior to Christmas lights that we have now on our trees. Yeah. They used to be just living on the wild side and just putting uh-huh. candles it's in their just trees. Crazy. <laughs> like, it's just crazy time. It's just crazy lunatic time. Can you imagine? I mean, it's just crazy lunatic time. <laughs> I can't imagine My God. getting an open flame anywhere near that Christmas tree. It's just... Let alone just put balancing candles on there. Right. We've got this Yule log burning forever over here. It's like, let's hang these candles on this other tree. Yeah. yeah, guys. Well, I mean, clearly they had a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Why were they choosing to hang candles on this tree? Well, so candles 
and light in general is a huge part of makes sense this time right yeah it's the darkest times of year it's just i mean it's dark it is dark i mean i was looking at at this point we're we're past it but when we're recording this we're not past the solstice yet yeah so i was looking up like how how many hours of daylight do we have? How many do we have? It's a cool day. It's like under. It was like seven hours and forty six minutes of <laughs> daylight. Yeah, <laughs> that's it on on uh, December twenty first. Yeah. Wow, nice short day. Just so you can see in pagan times how they that sucks. They were like, "Why is the sun get? Why? Why is this happening? We need that." Wait, didn't we? I don't know when. Maybe we talked about it. Like you just must imagine. Like you just gotta hope. Well, I hope it comes back. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess this is a thing we're supposed to just know happens all the time. Hmm. So they used to light candles, like I said, and candles yeah. became a big part of Yule and what is now modern Christmas. Yeah. Um, because it was they were meant to drive out the darkness. It checks out. I mean, pretty literal. Makes right? sense, right? Yeah. I mean, how else can you see? You can't. Yeah. But so they were meant to drive out dark. Burn your house down. Uh, but there's also more to that than just, just it's dark out. Yeah. So just like the Yule log, which I kind of skipped over a little bit, uh, lighting candles uh, was a way to celebrate or hope for the rebirth of the sun. I feel that. Mm -hmm. So they were lit to imitate the sun, to hope for its return. Uh, They were also lit, like I said, uh, for light and to ward off evil. And even though they were an expensive, they were expensive. Yeah, I would imagine. At the time. Yeah. Yeah. they were kind of a necessity. You know, you had to do it, especially to get through the winter. It was a, gave you a, a slight, a glimmer of hope, I guess, in dark times. That's true. We even light candles. I got a candle lit right now. Yeah, you do. Um, but, so again, it's another thing that people have, we've just brought them in as decoration or like they're scented now. Yes. And they smell great. They s- totally do. Uh, but there's like a real need behind them and we've just kind of taken it and ran with it. Yeah. It's things we've decided we still like. Yeah. We still like these and things. People put out Christmas candles and. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. There's still a good amount more, but since we're kind of here, the the whole idea of this rebirth of the sun. Mm-hmm. That is a big part of the winter solstice and Yule and all of these different things from ancient times that come together. Uh, it goes even into Egypt where they didn't have evergreens, right? Right. But they used, they had palm trees and they used these because they grew year round. Yeah. So they That's would make true. things out of that. I don't think they cut down palm trees and brought them in their home. Well, but we're hanging candles off them, and the no yule logs full of candle 
of palm trees, nothing like I that. I don't think so. But the Egyptians, they also had their god of light, was Ra, yeah, the sun, sun god. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's a big deal. He's a big deal. Uh, so all these religions, all big ancient religions, really, at least uh, Western ones, Western-ish ones, yeah. They all hoped for the sun. And December 25th was typically associated with the rebirth of the sun. Interesting. It is interesting, isn't it? It's an interesting date. And I got to find what that holiday was actually called because I have it and I didn't mark it. Yeah, please do. So I need to find that. It was a Roman holiday, if I remember right. Well, this clears up one thing that it's not what I was trying to find, but uh, the Oak King and the Holly King. Yes. The Oak King represents the light of the new year, obviously, since it gets reborn every year. Sure. Um, and the Holly King, who's the symbol of darkness. <laughs> the Holly King is the symbol of darkness. And they try to re- usurp each other every year. Uh, obviously, that battle goes back and forth. I just... I, I, I definitely did not expect to hear about the Holly King and the Oak King going to war with each other. Have a holly jolly Christmas, man. Oh, my God. It's a bloodbath between two <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Limbs everywhere. <laughs> Berries everywhere. Got it. What is it? What are, we, what are we dealing with? The birthday of the unconquerable sun was a holiday. So, <laughs> my God. That's that reeks of good old timey goodness. Uh huh. Back in the day, we had holidays named these things. Yeah, it was the re- it was a celebration of the renewal of light from the upcoming new yep. year because it was yep. the first day that the the solstice, you know, yeah, seemed to not stand still anymore. Yeah, and oh, the days are getting longer again. And what was the name of it again? The Birthday of the Unconquerable Sun. Weird. It's a weird title to give Jesus, huh? Yeah. Interesting. On the 25th of December. Well. It's like, yeah, that'll work. Yeah. Because most historians believe that Jesus was born in April. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll just, we'll just sub this out. You're like, eh. It's fine. That was one thing I did not know. I knew that historians always associated. Correct. Yeah, or spring. thought he was born in, yeah, spring, in April. Springtime, yeah. Um, I didn't know why. I just figured it was a bunch of weird things and they just did it. I didn't know yeah. that it had something so, I mean, it's what they did. They. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what Christianity has kind of always done. Of course. It's like, okay, well, these pagans like this day a lot, so let's tell them it's Jesus' birthday. Right. It's the birthday of the unconquerable sun. <sighs> we'll just switch this U to an O. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's yeah. this guy's Perfect. Sun. Look at this. The unconquerable sun. So I thought that was pretty cool. That is very cool. Uh, there's also Christmas Eve, they think was, or December 24th. Yeah. In pagan times, they believed was the night for sacrificing. Uh, known as Modronat. Mod- Modronite. Modronite? Yeah. What do they sacrifice? Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. It's called the Night of Mothers or Mother's Night. Oh, God. The Anglo-Saxon pagans, uh, they believed that they would make their sacrifices on this night. What else do we got? Oh, gift giving. Yes. Gift giving. The giving of the gifts. Yeah, like I think you mentioned it last week. Not attributed to the three wise men, really. No. Well, parts of it are, but... Well, eventually it just... I mean, it gets, you know, it gets added into the pile. Yeah. Uh, Until, like, before the 1800s, I guess, gift giving was typically done on, like, New Year's Day. And it was okay. not really a thing, like not yeah. a big deal or whatever. It's okay, depending sure. on which side of things you're looking at. And if you know, um, again, you know, dead Moreau's in Russia. It's they chose to do that on you know the gift giving mm-hmm. New Year's Day. But then in Saturnalia, there's also gift giving, uh, which actually sounds like it was a lot of gag gifts from what I'm reading. Those tricky Romans, like they like to have a good time. Apparently, it said. Uh, Augustus Caesar was a big fan of gag gifts. Oh yeah, which is just hilarious to me. You make, <laughs> I, I makes sense. I, I guess the Roman Empire. And what was or a, emperor? I mean, you might not have the answer to this question. What's a gag gift during the Roman Empire? It's what I mean. Like, I <laughs> got you. Yeah. What is this? Two stones? Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I got you so good, you jerk. Uh, yeah. But then Caesar, uh, is this a twig? <laughs> Got you expected some wine, ass. Oh, jeez. Wow. Uh, but then they they would give gifts to each other. But it was normally like symbols for Saturnalia and stuff like that. Of course, I'm not going to be able to find the word for it when I need to say it. Sigillaria. Yeah, I found what, it. What was it again? Sigillaria. Okay. There were... Pottery or wax figurines given as traditional gifts during Saturnalia. That's cool. Thanks, Wikipedia. Yeah, awesome. Good job. Uh, Yeah, so they would give a lot of those out. Um, Saturnalia, we're going to have to do our own thing at some point. Sure. It just sounds, it's a good time. Please. It's like opposite day for everything one day. Oh, good. Everybody just, you dress as the opposite sex. The slaves get the... To run the place for a day. Can you imagine? Like, it's just like, it's just a party. Who like, cares? We're all drunk. Yeah. We're all, everybody's wasted. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Big emphasis on a lot of those things. Like, it's like, uh, there's a tradition I'd never heard of. Okay. That maybe, I don't know if I want to get into it. Because I'd never heard of it. So, I don't know what we're, what we're looking at on time we, here. I think we're all right. We can mention it. Well, there's a a character known as the Lord of Misrule. Who, I like it. Who was a popular character. I bet. Uh, during the Middle Ages. Of course he was. And he was known as the King of Christmas. The King of Christmas? But that came straight out of Saturnalia stuff. Like, what do they call him? In Saturnalia, it was something similar but different. But eventually, they kind of took that and they were like, "Well, Father Christmas, the King of Christmas." And what did this guy do? Oh, he was just an absolute madman. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, please. He ruled over the feasts, dance, and masquerades, 
and he received the mock homage of all the revelers. Do we know what he looked like by chance? Yeah, he looked like the King of Christmas. I mean, <laughs> what does that look like? A bearded man with... A b- Zach, He's, that's Santa Zero. <laughs> Maybe. That could be Santa Zero. Uh, I can't find what it came from in... Sa- the King of Christmas. It came from something in Saturnalia, though. Okay, sure. Of course. I'm an idiot. It's just called the King of Saturnalia. Oh, that checked. Okay, sure. It ruled as the master of ceremonies. Oh my god. Um, and that and that's what he looked like, though. Like just a bearded man. Well, or was it just depending on who was playing him? Or I think it, it's just kind of depends on who was playing him. But that's like the drawing it showed. It was not so much a bearded man, but a mustached man. What? That's he's in his youth. Yeah. Santa Zero's in his youth. He's got a mustache, hasn't grown his beard yet. Yeah, and he he ruled over an absurd world where <laughs> they they had to uh, Just that follow sense. his capriciousness and listen to whatever commands he had. And some of the examples that are thrown at me are sing naked, throw him into cold water, and they had to be obeyed by the guests. Exactly. How do you become the king of Christmas? I don't know. Because Nero played one as a kid, they think. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord. That's fine, right? It's yeah, totally okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. Sing naked, kick him in the balls. This oh, isn't gonna, oh, this isn't gonna oh, no. affect my ego at all. <laughs> oh. Yeah, from a young age. Yeah. I just want to live out the King of Christmas every day. Whoa, whoa. I mean, we know you're going to be emperor. <laughs> but like... Sing naked. Yeah, now. Do it. It's August 31st. Yeah. Sing fucking naked. Yeah. No. I am the King of Christmas. Well, to the lions you go. Yeah. The King of Christmas. Uh, the King of Saturnalia. My... So, some... <laughs> Some even say that uh, gifts from Saturnalia were often accompanied by uh, short poems. That's nice. Yeah. It's like a card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Hey, how about that? I'm in it now, baby. Yeah. Uh, what else can we get into here? It's a mess of stuff. Please. I told you it's all over the place. It's, I love it. I'm living in it right now. Where... I mean, I don't want to go... I mean, this is like where my brain has been living, but I've been focused on like personifications of Christmas. But these are like the actual items that make up it, and I'm just... It's not like it is, and I'm very involved. I'm very excited about this. Right. Oh, we've talked about this in past episodes. Yes. Uh, I think we talked about more in our Mary Lloyd episode from last Could, year about Christmas. Was it wassailing? Wassailing. There you go, there you go. Yeah, here we go, wassailing. God, this... Drunken maniacs running around singing songs. Yeah, so that even goes back further than I think we really touched on. I think we just, you know, attributed the song like, uh, and now there's the "Here We Come a Wassailing" song. Sure, yeah. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. So that though, like, again, now you have I have the full song in front of me here. Awesome. So. 
the refrain is love and joy come to you and to you, you wassail too, and God bless you and send you a happy new year. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But so some of the things they say of wassailing, obviously we talked about it with Mary Lloyd where you go a wassailing down the street with yeah. your horse skull and you show and up and you rap battle people. And, and your maniac friends in costumes. Get drunk. And yeah, wasted, eat people's cookies. Yeah, it sounds great. I love it. Uh, but it sounds like part of that would be to drive the evil spirits from their fields. So they would go a wassailing through the fields. Is everything we do just to battle monsters? Yeah. And we don't know it? Yep. Just celebrating, just keep the, the beasts at bay? Mm-hmm. Doesn't, just, doesn't even matter if you know you're doing it. It's just, as long as you do it. It's like... It's like fail safes built into the cultures by ancient peoples to keep away things that like every it, i mean it's like they're like things that like these things aren't problems because we're doing the things to keep them away but we don't even know it mm-hmm. like it's just built in there that's insane yeah so they would do that to drive the oh my god the bad things out and room for the light, I guess. I mean, it makes sense. Having fun should keep demons away. Yeah, they hate fun. They No, they want misery and suffering and tortured mm-hmm. souls. They don't want people drunk hanging out with horse skulls. No. Nobody wants... They don't want that. Yeah, so that comes... That goes back to Yule. I don't even know where to go from here. There is more to touch on, but I don't know. What's... um? I mean, if we're thinking about you know, closing up, you know, wrapping it up. I wonder just one one more item, maybe. You know, one last, in conclusion, one last tidbit that maybe nobody has thought about, perhaps. Uh, well, I think I covered most of the big ones that I wanted to touch on that, like, kind of surprised me. Yeah. But let me let me flip through a couple things I mean, here there's a lot of good. see if anything jumps back out at me. Perfect, because there's a lot of good, just in reflecting about what I had just been told, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. A lot of legitimate things learned. The King of Saturnalia. I mean, you know, I think I know about things, but do I? Who knows? Oh, there's plenty of uh, people that just outright banned, you know, all these pagan symbols in whatever Christian sect that they believed in. Of course they did. Because they were like, no, no, no. Jesus didn't have anything to do with that evergreen in your house. You can't bring that and in And they're there. like... And but then other people were like, no, 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 it's fine. Like... We'll get along better if we let them think that it's yeah. cool. Or like one sect knew like, no, this actually keeps the d- the bad things away. Like, do you want to get attacked by the bad things? Mm-hmm. How about we just keep having fun and not let the monsters into our lives? How's that sound? Yeah. I think that sounds pretty good. I like it. And I'm a huge fan. I mean, darkness. We're in it. We're in it right now. Yeah. What is it? Yeah, Exactly. The darkest times, creatures come out. Somebody discovered that if you party, they don't come out and hang out with you because you're having too much fun. I got one that I forgot about. All right, here and we this go. This one is it caught me off guard. All right, I'm looking forward to it. All right, fruitcake. Yes, it's a yes. It's a Christmas tradition. It is a Christmas right? tradition. Yes, I was trying to think of pastries to mention. That Nobody show. really knows why. Gone straight to that one. Yeah, I, so I what, didn't know why. So what did this? What does this do? What did that do? Uh, well, I saw it there, and I didn't have the thing pulled up. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but it, that's all right. It was uh, all right. So fruit cakes are what I I had something where it tied into Chris, Christmas more, but I can't find it. I think it had more to do with uh, if I remember correctly, it had more to do with the fruits and stuff uh, being involved with uh, the decorating for Christmas or for the decorating the tree and stuff. Okay, sure. But it regardless, uh the fruitcake has pagan roots where it was taken into the Roman stuff and then spread through Europe, but it actually originated in Egypt. Okay. Uh where they were they would place these cakes made of fermented fruit and honey in the pyramids with their great leaders. So, an interesting one. Oh, my God. doesn't really tie into Christmas so much from what I can pull up, but it's still cool. Caught me off guard when I saw it. I was like, oh, I had no idea fruitcake was... Well, yeah, because it worked its way in there eventually. Yeah. And all those connections are intense and serious, so, all right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So, pretty cool. Yeah, I'd say so. Guess that's a good one to end on. Yeah, that's solid. Yeah, a journey through Christmas past. Mm-hmm. Christmases pass. Yeah. Celebrations zero. Yeah. My God. But we see we just keep adding to things. You know, history matters even with like holidays and celebrations. They just don't come out of nowhere. Right. And even if something you have nowadays means something to you for this reason, well, it got to you. It survived history and time because how many traditions that, you know, have just probably been left to the wayside because they just were abandoned and but these have been kept evolving, being taken, adapted. These were they were so integral integral yes. to uh people's lives at the time and daily life as the sun. It doesn't affect us as much as it used to, but right, still definitely has an impact. Uh, but it was so Im- important that we just piled on everything to even the modern stuff to revolve around it. Right. Like Christianity took over, and they were like, well, we're just going to put everything here because yeah. that's everybody wants something there. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we don't want to stop... And like, cause you know, Christian, like people who became Christians, you know, at some point, like you're not, they weren't born Christians. They had to become them. Yeah. And they had so their own like, traditions. Well, like, and... I like all this shit though, but like, I want to be a Christian, but maybe, you know, I want to do this too. So how about like, I just do all the things and the church was like, oh, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Keep doing that. Okay. I am going to keep doing that. Okay. Yeah. Good. But for Jesus. Well, yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're gonna put candles on that tree? Oh yeah. You know, it's, it's like it's kind of in d- your house. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My house is gonna burn down for Jesus. All right, hey, man. <laughs> you do you. Yeah. All right. Okay. I mean, that's kind of it. Was pretty rudimentary, touching on a lot of things there. Sure, but when's the last? I mean, I haven't thought about any you know stuff like that in a long time, and yeah, I. I knew there was some crazy stuff behind the Christmas wreath. Yes. And I just didn't know what I was getting into. And yeah. once I started reading things, I was bouncing around through all these things. And I was like, okay, probably not enough to do just the wreath for an episode. 
But look at all this other stuff that I didn't even know yes. about or okay. had vaguely thought about. Yeah, so connecting with your human roots, you know, even just thinking about that stuff puts me in the headspace of like, well, what if I was like, you know, a thousand whatever years ago and I'm ancient Rome or I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I mean, I'm really getting think, I'm really thinking about, you know, Roman Saturnalia now and kings of Saturnalia and just like this madness that's going on. Yeah. Just a week of One chaos. article I read uh, called it The Purge. Oh, no. But it wasn't violent or anything, because everybody knew you had to go yeah. back to your daily life the following. Right. There'll be repercussions. Yeah. So, like... Yeah. Huh. So, the slaves got to run the place for a day, but they weren't... Yeah, they're like, this is going to end, though. Yeah, this is going <laughs> to have to end, and I got to go back to yeah. the other thing. So, I'll have my fun while I can, but I'm not going to... Yeah. Dance naked. Excuse me? Yeah. But, it's yeah. my day. So, all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. We're going to make Christmas back to spooky times. Yeah. Yeah, make Christmas. Oh, you also want to be like, make winter authentic again. I don't yeah. know. Like, pure human. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, even, you know, Saturnalia was their religious traditions. It's all religion-based. It's yeah. all worshiping and religion. and right. It's just different variations of different emphasis on certain aspects of different things. That's mm-hmm. all just wedged together. Yep. Just yeah. smash it in there. And here we are. Boom. Do some rituals under the mistletoe. God, time to celebrate. What? Oh, excuse me? Right now? <laughs> we have people over. <laughs> they're right over there. Yeah, they're uh, watching. Hey, do you see? You want to keep the demons away? We have to celebrate. And I'm just hung up on that. Like, maybe all the celebrations are just to keep the demons away. Yeah. You better celebrate. And, like, if you think ancient times, they wouldn't be, like, necessarily, you know, your Christian demons. Like, just from hell. It could be from anywhere. Yeah. Evil. Evil. Keep the evil away. Keep the evil out. Well. Light some candles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On that on that tree? <laughs> in your house? Yeah. Gotta keep the demons out. Yeah, you want the demons in or out? Gotta keep the keep the bad out. Yeah. Keep the darkness at bay. Keep the darkness at bay. Long enough for the sun to rise. Yep. That's incredible. We hope it comes back. You really do. God, man. Soltis is a cool day. But seven hours of sunlight. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's almost eight. Ah, that's even better. Yeah. Eight's almost nine. No. That's almost ten. No. Okay. It's just closer to seven or closer to eight than it is. Oh, seven. you're being you're being optimistic. <laughs> no, I just know the actual time. It was you're like right. seven hours and forty six minutes. Okay. <laughs> okay, so yeah. This is <laughs> well, in my head, I was for some reason I had flipped it to thinking about the darkness. The band. Yes, I was like, oh, the darkness. Yeah. No. But yeah, times of Christmas is yeah Christmas again, authentic Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, if you got a favorite authentic Christmas tradition. We're in for your podcast at gmail.com. You can reach us there, the Instagram. Yeah. I hope, I want to learn about people's Christmas traditions. You know, different, even just different people have different things. Yeah. Different cultures have wildly different things. Different households have wildly different things. Yeah. Maybe you celebrate part of Yule and you didn't realize it. Let me know. I was listening to an episode of, uh, like Colin O'Brien's podcast, or maybe it was just a show, but he was surprised that, like, he was, was it him? Because he's such a big family, like he didn't realize people wrapped gifts until like he met his wife or something. Because oh, yeah. like there's too many kids, so they, his parents just throw the presents to the tree <laughs> <laughs> unwrapped. So yeah. it was like 
so when he saw people like, what is this? It was a Conan O'Brien's podcast. Yeah. Like, wrapping Christmas presents has been so weird to me. That's so, I mean. Well, right. It's your tradition. You never did in your house. so Right. Like, and I know like one of our weird ones, for at least it's not weird to me because it's how I sure. grew up doing it. Sure. But I know in some households, it's very strange. It's like, yeah, what would that be? We all sit around and watch each other open presents. It's not a free for all. Like, Oh, no, we do that. And yeah. we at my at my grandma's house, because people like people like poking each other, like we would hand out the and it was just a thing we made up just to force an interaction. But like somebody would put on a Santa hat mm-hmm. and they'd give out and it's just madness. Get, you know, they'd give the gifts to the people, right. but you couldn't accept your gift until you said Merry Christmas. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, Merry Christmas. And like then like my uncle would like hand it to you and like you'd go to take it and of course you've gotten a few gifts but you know it's for every gift so if you're slacking he's not letting go <laughs> merry christmas yeah okay. see that's that's new i right? haven't heard that that's, one i don't know who else would even i mean again because a bunch of goofballs i just know some like i know some people they just they just go to town yeah it's like oh presents boom yeah yeah so each everybody's got their own one so yeah, let us know if you want. Yeah, please do that. Sounds like it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Like how many how many Christmases can we merge together? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Yeah, and then again, you know, reach us in all the things, patreon.com slash we're in fear to listen behind the veil where the conversation continues and then support us in any way that you can, you know? Yeah. We appreciate we appreciate everything. All the listening over this past year, we appreciated all your listens. Yeah. Got a whole new year ahead of us, guys, so buckle up and stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. Mm-hmm.